BFF.FM is an award-winning community radio station coming to you 24-7 from the heart of San Francisco. I love BFF.FM because of what it represents, you know, a uniting of the local music community. The diversity of shows is way more fun than any kind of commercial radio you might find. Become a monthly donor and you'll be connected to a cool community of music lovers helping us build strong community radio for San Francisco our besties. I get to go to these cool bestie bashes and I get to have a sweet members only pin and I get to feel like I'm contributing to the community. Join us at bff.fm slash donate. bff.fm. Streaming with my besties. Best frequencies forever. That's going to be the most awesome thing in the whole freaking world. bff.fm. time travel don't even need to drive just sail along on the altered images boogie we're boogieing on the altered images highway how about that oh yeah 
chiming right in. So, speaking of the real Boogie Down, later in tonight's Altered Images with Pal Gressberger on BFF.FM, the best frequencies forever, I, 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 yours truly personally, will be taking a deep dive into one of Altered Images producer Jeremy Wheat's favorite all-time thrushes. Yeah. Years before you hear Jack Jones or Mel Torme, all the biggies, who hung the moon? Who indeed? Al Jarreau. That's right. Jazzy, knit, beanie-wearing hunk and drawstring pants. He could sing like an angel. Did that uh, Bobby McFerrin stuff before Bobby McFerrin did. This is to take nothing away from Bobby McFerrin. Bay Area legend. Al Jarreau, too. Got to start. In San Francisco and uh, at Sausalito's Trident with the great George Duke. But he played drums on his on his chesticles. Just he'd thump, thump on his body. Woo! So it was like a great singer and a beatboxer all in one, whammo. Uh, I was very impressed with that kind of stuff. And I was also a pretty jazzy young guy. When I got to be a little bit older, I kind of thought I'd outgrown out. And I don't know if I completely had. Pure joy. Let's examine it. Let's take that deep dive. First hour, more typical 80s funk, pop, disco, new wave nuggets. Those are some of the tags. I'm, I'm trying to see if they hold water right now. You know, into this third year of the show, I'm like, really have to nail down some copy. I think that would be helpful for a lot of people. And uh, until then, I'm just going to put on this really weird Steve Winwood track. Okay, maybe I won't. How about we start with something... They already heard last week.
you know it's so sharp. Uh, and you know I won't go. You know I won't go. I don't want to go. You won't go. The corporation's boiling over. Everybody's taking over. And I'm back in flesh. 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 You better sign your time card now. They don't care about you anyhow. Sign in your minimum cut. Then later get your salaries cut.
Fantastic stuff. Fantastic radio material. Content. With intent. I play this Robin Gibb stuff because... Uh, he's not a robot boy. Can't just turn him on and off. And, uh, and other tropes of robot life. But, you know, hey, there's... Whew, it relates. It really relates. This is Powell Pressburger. You're listening to the Altered Images show. Uh, playing more of the same. Are, are you familiar with my BS? Because uh, uh, that's what's going down. Um, hey, hang on. What's going on? Okay, that's what happened. Anyhow, uh, long story long, that was Robin Gibb and his 1986 solo album, Secret Agent, produced by Morris Gibb, who also played most of the instruments on it. And uh, whew, I have a whale of a time uh, playing that track and others. Secret Agent, boy, he's wearing mom jeans and some, uh, uh, like, pre-Oakleys. Man, it's a great album by one of my favorite singers, uh, Robin Gibb. And I've liked Robin Gibb for a real long time. Also, uh, come 28 minutes from now, I'm playing the banger Lost Classic L is for Lover by uh, Al Jarreau, produced by Niall Rogers, Mr. Sheik Organization, the hitmaker himself. Well, there are two hitmakers. It's my understanding that Bernard Pretty Purdy, the guy that plays the Purdy Shuffle on all the great Steely Dan records, he was, you know, the hitmaker. And then Niall Rogers named his guitar the hitmaker. And for sure, when you've got a guitar that played on Donna Summer Records, uh, I didn't even really play on Donna Summer Records. Did Niall Rogers produce a Donna Summer record? He probably didn't. I am playing a Donna Summer record coming up quick that he did not produce because it was produced by Quincy Jones, but also it was not produced by Giorgio Moroder, and that was a misapprehension that even the great Brian Eno was belaboring under. So what I'm saying is uh, I pretty much know as much as Brian Eno and maybe have as good a long-term memory. So think about that. Think about that, y'all. And until we stop thinking about that, here is another favored nation of, uh, you know, the United Federation of Altered Images on BFF.FM. Here's Frida. Take your hand back 
A lot of fun will be done. Another great one from Prince. He just keeps cranking them out. That was a song recorded by Martika. Remember her? Moving right along. Love They Will Be Done by Prince. Fantastic track from Originals, a collection of his demo originals, as the title suggests. Before that, we heard The Sheik Organization. Yeah, we'll, we'll be hearing some more from them. Also, uh, he produced the Al Jiro album that we're preparing for. Before that, Frida in the face. What a banger. Itself preceded by Robin Gibb and Robot, which was probably never preceded. By the Dream Syndicate song, The Days of Wine and Roses. Come on, that's a hipster song. And Robin Gibb is very much post-hipster. Maybe in the middle. Back in Flesh by Walla Voodoo before that. And a song that I like to play. Just to groove out to. Night Train, Steve Winwood. Before that, a deep cut from the Electric Dream soundtrack... You say Jeff Lynn, I just say that's that's like a pretty stripped down ELO track. Let it run. We began the whole shimmy show with Heaven 17 and Key to the World. I also know that I played Donna Summer. play Donna Summer in there. Played a really terrific Donna Summer song. A summer song, if you will. I'm going to dust out some of the cobwebs and just bang a gong with this track. It's been too long since I played Bell and James Live It Up Friday Night. Living it up at last 
Fortune might get him 
down now that was some sweet owl this is one of uh, Nile Rogers productions after the chic organization seemed to be at one time Bernard Edwards would do solo productions for the Sheik organization. They would record, they would produce together as as Sheik, Niall Rogers and Bernard Edwards, and Niall Edwards would. So this was after the dissolution of the group and the production entity. Maybe Let's Dance is the first one outside that. Who, baby, great album. Could have been in its own way. Like a sort of like M.O.R. adult contemporary. Let's dance. She's so unusual. Kick. Songs from the big chair. That first Whitney album. 
Janet Control. I mean, those are songs just chock-a-block. Stacks and stacks and stacks. You think most bands right now, this minute, have ten bangers in them? Not so likely. But there was something out of step with Al Jiro's image, and he and Niall Rogers thought themselves above their re-recording of the Moonlighting theme. They thought it was corny. But the Moonlighting soundtrack came out, and that became a number one hit. Had it been on that album, I think we might been might be talking about it in a different light. Uh, if you watch seasons four or five of Moonlighting, you will hear the uh, Nile Rogers re-recorded version of it. But until then, we got altered images, baby, on BFF.fm. I'm Powell Pressburger here doing the work, unearthing. The Jangle Gems, the Cult Bangers, the New Wave Nuggets, Funk Papa Roll. The songs were in order. Tell Me What I Gotta Do. Wait a second. Let me get my cheaters on. Tell me what I gotta do, which could be a song from a Michael McDonald album. That one co-written by Jay Graydon. Hey, baby. Jay Graydon. Steely Dan guitarist and terrific producer in his own right. After that... L is for Lover, a Scritty Politi song written by David Gamson and Green Gartside. Listen to it again. It's Al singing Scritty Politi. After that, Al Jarreau and Philippe Saiz wrote Says, followed by Pleasure. Itself followed by Golden Girl. Side two opened with Across the Midnight Sky. This one, a co-write. Oh, my goodness. A murderer's row. Al Jarreau, Mr. Mr.'s Richard Page, and Jay the Rake Graydon. Followed by a song called We Got Telepathy. Give Me a Little More Lovin', a uh, Jonathan Butler song. Followed by No Ordinary Romance itself. Followed by album closer, Real Tight. This one, a co-write by Robbie Neville. And all over that album, we had Steve Ferrone on drums, Peter Scherer from one of my favorite bands. Pretty much like the, the 90s indie downtown Steely Dan, Ambitious Lovers. He was all over that. Al Jarreau and his vocoder, or Jarroder. Niall Rogers just playing stacks of guitars. Uh, Give Me a Little More Lovin' 
had a Waylon solo in its own right from the great Hiram Bullock. Philippe Saïs on the keys on most tracks. Across the Midnight Sky had, for the love of money, Anthony Jackson on bass. Always welcome on a banger. And the first couple of tracks had drums, percussion, and programming by the legendary Jimmy Brallower. That, that second track, Ill is for Lover, has a second hi-hat overdubbed by Steve Ferrone. And it's like, you know, if one hi-hat is nice, like maybe they were trying to get like that rickety-rackety Prince on the Lynn hi-hat type of sound. Uh, I've really gone whole hog and inside baseball within this for the factoids, the fun facts. That one song, Telepathy, he says it so fast it almost sounds like tilapia, but it's not. And then there was a line in Says, the Al Jarreau song from side one. She says, it's me, I like it. She, she says, it's we, I like it. She says that we should try it. More us, more we, I buy it. I'm just saying we pops up a lot and it always sounds like weed to me. So she says it's weed, I like it. She says that weed should try it. More us, more weed, I buy it. It spoke to me a little more than I think they planned to. says furthermore I think that the cleverness of Green's lyrics on Ellis for Lover maybe she's looking for you in London Ellis for Lover maybe she's looking for you in Boston O is for an offer maybe she's looking for you in Houston V you got to venture right maybe she's looking for you in Kingston E, maybe forever. Too clever? Wasn't that Scritty Politi's problem in the first place? Not a problem for me and one of the favored nations of Altered Images with Powell Pressburger here on BFF.FM. Want a little Max Headroom there. An 80s crazy. Man, that's a fun jam. I think it's time to light one up for the gang.
I'd like to thank Niall Rogers for producing an album that not enough people outside the core VH1 audience bought. I would also like to thank my BFF.FM family for putting this together. And uh, don't forget, on August 21st, at the Roxy Theater, there's going to be a BFF benefit screening of Purple Rain. Go to the Roxy Theater for more information. The Roxy Theater is on 16th Street in San Francisco, California. August 22nd, Thursday at 6.15 to 9 p.m. BFF.FM founder and DJ Cosmic Amanda will be DJing. Hopefully I'll bring a few deep video clips, but I probably won't because the Purple Police, man. But this is a way to come out and support BFF.FM and another San Francisco institution very close to my heart, that of the Roxy Theater. Many transformative times, many challenging and favorite films over the years. So please join us. Many of the DJs will be there. Come out, party with me. Roll up, roll up, roll up. Once again, 